come to kindergarten class. The Developmentally Appropriate Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. And today we're, we're live. Today we're live <laughs> on Facebook and we just lost a viewer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we were too boring. We were too boring. But let's get going into our subject. <laughs> so we're going to talk about launch, explore, and debrief today in our podcast. And what we're going to do is just do a little bit here on Facebook Live, and then we're going to... Because we can only handle a little bit. <laughs> and then we're going to turn it off and, and finish the podcast. So, all right, Lindsay. Okay. So what is launch? Okay, so the launch, explore, debrief model, and I've also heard launch, explore, summarize model, is an inquiry-based lesson approach. So you're trying to get the kids to discover the it's mathematics style i haven't used it in anything else although i imagine you could but you're trying to get the kids to discover the mathematics on their own so in the launch you're giving the kids enough information to do what they need to do and to solve the problem but you're not giving them any direct instruction stop reading my notes i'm just what was it so give I'm me an example of a launch you. then so the launch would be like like a like the question you're going to ask them. Maybe it'll probably be easier to tell you the whole thing and then give you an example okay. of the whole thing because the right. launch doesn't really make sense. All right. So how long are we going to stay itself. on live? I don't know. <laughs> I think <laughs> we're... Until another kid knocks on the door. <laughs> well, that won't be long. <laughs> okay, so the launch is when you set it up and you give them information so they can go do it, but you're not telling them everything. And then the explore is when they're actually doing the activity and they're doing the thinking and you're rotating between kids and you're give it, leading their thinking. What's the word when you make the instruction different for different levels? Differentiate. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's when you differentiate. You All give right. them different, the same kind of task, but you can differentiate it. So the explore is when they're doing this stuff. And the debrief is actually when your teaching takes place. So it's at the end of everything. When you get back together and you talk about what you did and where the mathematics was in the lesson. Okay. So where did you learn this style? <laughs> I learned this from Alpine School District. <laughs> when you were the math coach? <laughs> when, when we did math coaching. And I really like it. And the kids yeah, really like really it. Yeah, sounds really great. So I was trying to think of some examples that you could do. So like an easy example is the game War, mm -hmm. which we never call War because we're teaching. Do you call it War? You call it of course War. I call, of we, course I, I call, call it, it War. You call it War. <laughs> I call it Compare because I'm... More uh, math. Let's see. I've taught a million math programs. Uh, math, math. There now. Everyday math. They call it top it. Top it. The mm -hmm. game we're at the team. So I've called it top it a lot since I taught everyday math because the kids love more. top it. <laughs> okay, so that's. But I personally love war because <laughs> it sounds a little more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the game where you split up the cards into two piles and everybody mm -hmm. turns over a card and whoever gets the bigger card takes the, mm -hmm. the card. So that that game is fun to play. And you can do that in a launch explore debrief. So, the so how would you part, do a launch? The launch part would be when you teach them how to play the game. 
you just you just teach them how what the rules are and mm-hmm. how to play and you probably do a practice game with you and a kid to make sure everybody knows how to play and then the explorer is when you actually send them off to play the game and what i like about launch explore debrief is you can have variations in what they're doing so the kids who are just very basic level can just play with one card but kids who are a little higher could play with two cards and they have to add their two cards together mm-hmm. and then whoever has more wins and so, or they could play two cards and they have to subtract the bigger one from the smaller one or you could flip over two cards and whoever has the lowest card wins so you can change it up a little bit or you could turn over three cards all right so that's the really launch ch- no, that was and explore. we're going to turn we're no, going to turn off explore. now we're turning no, we're off now turn oh she's making me do more i'll do more examples <laughs> later okay i gotta say the debrief part because <laughs> i'm just self-conscious <laughs> <laughs> It was hard live. enough to talk on. Yeah, don't make me live. Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> She's going to tell us the explore. Everybody no, listen I up. I told you the explore where you know oh, yeah. listening. Yeah. Okay, I was. All right, here comes the debrief. Okay, so the debrief. All right, you one person watching. <laughs> Thank you. Please stay with me. Oh! <laughs> debrief and you know what I learned in my math training what is a lot of teachers forget about the debrief and it gets stop turning it towards well, me you're getting <laughs> off the screen okay so a lot of teachers forget to do debrief <laughs> because you start to run out of time mm-hmm. and you miss the debrief and it's the most important part of your lesson so that's why we can't okay, stop, we can't stop <laughs> and I say, say the debrief we'll evaluate later <laughs> <laughs> so the debrief part of a game of compare or top it or war would be mm-hmm. when you get the kids together and you actually talk about the math that they were doing during the game so it depends on what you're trying to teach so if you're just trying to teach more or less then you would turn over two cards and say when you're playing this game how did you know which one was more and how did you know who which one was less how did you win and you'll have the kids share their strategies talk about how they know which one is more or less it depends on what you're doing if you're doing it if your focus is adding two numbers so you had everybody play with two cards then that's what you would talk about during your debrief but you always have to make sure you never leave off the debrief because that's when you're doing your teaching mm-hmm. so we can't stop going live <laughs> okay, all right. until I talk about the debrief <laughs> so we talked about it so can we say goodbye we can and continue our now. podcast and in our podcast later we can talk about more examples yes we will give way more examples <laughs> <laughs> So be sure to listen to this podcast. Somebody's watching again. Oh, yay. Thanks. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so Lindsay's been talking about launch, explore, and debrief as a method of teaching math lessons. Uh-huh. And so are we going? But now we're done. <laughs> and we're going off now. We can go off now. So goodbye, everyone. Hey, we're three gonna... people were watching. <laughs> yeah. Two people watching. <laughs> we're going to continue our podcast now and make sure you catch this audio version of what are we going to call this one? Launch Explorer. <laughs> Launch Explorer Debrief. All right. See you, everyone. So are we going to do this again sometime? Oh, push that finish button No, now. I want to know if we're going to do this again sometime. Yeah, we'll <laughs> do this again sometime. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
sure we will. Next time we're in the same room, we'll do this again sometime. <laughs> she sounds really excited, doesn't she? She really wants to okay, do here it. Here I come. <laughs> part part two. We're not live anymore. <laughs> no more live. It's too embarrassing. <laughs> Well, we at least have to put the thing up and have it view us down. I know. Now that I look at the video, never, never record from underneath you. Oh, I know. You can see it up my nose. Chin. <laughs> 17 chins and up my nose. We need to, like, have the camera up above us, and then we need, like, those Hollywood blue lights that make your skin look like you're angelic. That's what we need. All right. Okay, you want another example of a mm -hmm. launch explorer yes, debrief Yes, let's hear another launch explorer okay. debrief example. Okay, so I was thinking of another game because uh, I just got a set of Montessori materials from mm -hmm. my neighbor who's awesome. She's awesome. And the, all the Montessori materials come with these different lengths of beads on a wire. All right, so you got this Montessori set. So I got a Montessori set, I got a bunch of Montessori math stuff and I'm really excited to use it all. And one of the things was uh, beads on wires in different lengths. So they have a set with just one bead and then a set with two and three and four and five. So I thought you could, you know, you have to teach kids how to count on. So you could give the kids a, a bead and then you could have a, out a bunch of bags with loose beads in, in the bags of different amounts. And you could say, okay, you have to take your bead and go pick a bag and then count them together and see how many beads there are all together. So if I had a two set and I grabbed a bag that had three loose beads, I'd have to count that there were five. And then I could keep my two set, put the three beads back, get the next bag. Maybe it would have two in it and now I have four. Is this making sense? Because I'm making this up as I go. <laughs> and <really> I... <laughs> okay, so that would be the... Ex so the launch would be teaching them what you want them to do. And the explorer would be going out and counting their beads. But then the debrief would be when you come back and you say, okay, you had two beads on your little thing. And how did you count the... How did you add beads to it? And then you could point out groups who counted their bead one two every time one two one two three four five one two you know mm -hmm. and then if you find that you're looking for a group who's counting on every time so they start two three four five two three four five six and you could share that to show everybody else the strategy that they used and try to encourage everybody else to use that strategy that you don't have to start from one every time so in this method in launch do you do any mini lesson or pre-teaching or is it basically you want the kids to figure it out themselves? Well, you don't do a mini lesson, but you would do pre-teaching because you want to give the kids, you want them to be successful in the explore portion. So you do give them all the information you think they need to be successful, but you don't, it's not a direct instruction kind of thing. Your instruction mm -hmm. comes after they've had the experience. Okay, so in this example then, what would the debrief be? The debrief would be when you bring them back together and you show them how counting on can be used to make their counting more effective. Okay. <laughs> so is that a good example? Yeah, that's that a great sense? example. Because I really did just make that up. Mm -hmm. as, and so <laughs> so can you in. think of one with, I have a whole box of Recknecks. 
You do? I do. Where'd you get a whole box of Birkenbacks? Uh, from Donner's Chews, and I haven't used them yet. (laughs) Because I really, I mean, I I used one as modeling to Mm -hmm. show when we were um, doing teen numbers and counting by fives and Mm -hmm. stuff. But I didn't know what to do giving them to the kids. But I have enough for all of my students, Mm -hmm. but I don't know what to do with them. Okay, well, I'm going to make one up off the top of my head. All right, let's hear one. Okay, so one thing you could do with a bunch of Breckenrex is you could have them play a partner game where they sit down and the one partner closes their eyes or turns around so they can't see, and their partner pushes over some of the beads on the Breckenrex to one side of the Mm -hmm. Breckenrex. And then their other partner looks, and they have to tell them quickly how many beads they pushed over. So you could do something like where... After three seconds, the partner covers it with a piece of construction paper. You know, like you have three seconds to look. One, two, three, construction paper. You didn't get it? Look again. One, two, three, construction paper. I'm using lots of hand signals. Maybe we should stay alive. <laughs> That's so, oh, yeah. So they could, and then the debrief would be where you came back and you said, you only had a few seconds to look at the wreck and wreck. How did you figure out how many beads your partner pushed over quickly? Well, the wreck and wreck has is grouped into groups of five. So if you can compare how many they pushed over to the five, then you can count mm-hmm. more quickly. So if you see five white ones, and is it red and white? Mm-hmm. Five white ones and a red one, you know six, because five, one, six. How's that? Well, that's awesome. You like that one? Yeah. <laughs> um, another one that I've seen, just at the very basic level, when you're trying to get kids to do one-to-one correspondence, I think this is a Kathy Richardson idea. Maybe. Who's that? She wrote a math book that I like. Oh, awesome. <laughs> shout out to Kathy Richardson. I think, well, I'll just shout out if I've got the name right. <laughs> shout out to all Kathy's everywhere. <laughs> so Kathy Richardson has shapes. She's drawn out shapes, geometric shapes. And then the kids have to fill the shape with unifix cubes. And she's designed it so that a certain number will fit exactly inside the shape. And then they have to count how many filled each shape. So that's a simple activity. You could do a launch explore debrief because you just show them the picture and say you have to fill the picture and you have to record how many were in it. And so they go do that and then they come back and then you talk about ways that they counted and ways they kept track of their counting. And, you know, did you point to each one and how did you remember how many there were? So that's a that could be a beginning of the year kind of launch explore debrief those are all the ideas i wrote down <laughs> you should have wrote more ideas i could try to think all about right that. how about um this time of year everyone's working on addition and subtraction with their kindergartners building the fluency zero through five mm-hmm. although i see a lot of products that are up through ten kindergarten standard is zero, zero through, through five, five. <laughs> But hey, why not go all the way to 10, huh? So um, what are some examples? What's a lesson I can do on Monday to practice this launch explore debrief? With addition and subtraction. With addition and subtraction. Well, Well, let's do subtraction because that's why. Because I just thought of an addition one. Because I'm doing subtraction (laughs) on Monday. (laughs) Okay, I'll do addition one more day before I do subtraction. Can I tell an addition idea? Maybe when I'm done, I'll have thought of a subtraction. (laughs) All right, let's hear an addition idea. Okay, so a fun addition game that they can do with Launch Explorer Debrief, which comes from the investigations curriculum, so I can't take credit for it because I stole it, is a game called Make Six, but in our case, we'd probably change it to Make Five, Mm -hmm. where you take a bunch of number cards and you lay them all out face up, 
so they can see all the cards in, in like a grid. Mm -hmm. And on your turn, you have to find two cards that make five. And you can take them, and then you replace them. And then your partner tries to find two cards that make five. And they take them, and then you replace them. So in this game, you'd have to make sure that all your number cards were, you know, one through four, zero through four. Right? Zero through five. Zero through five, yeah. Zero through five. <laughs> and so that's a fun game to practice. Yeah, addition. I actually, ha speaking of the standard is zero through five, I have that exact game in my farm unit with zero through ten. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, we always seem to jump to the ten. Eh, why not? But kindergarten teachers do need to remember that if we stick to we're zero through five. We're only accountable for zero through five. But of course, the kids can practice more. Yeah. Okay, so subtraction. Mm -hmm. You know, another one that's always good is just the simple story problem as a launch explore debrief. So the launch would be, I'm going to tell you a story, and you can use pictures or objects or numbers or cubes or whatever you need to figure out this story. So then you tell them the story, like, I was outside and I saw six birds in my tree and then when I came back there were only three birds in the tree. So how many birds left? And then they use whatever is right for them, whatever is developmentally appropriate for them to solve the story problem. And then for the debrief you come together and they share all of their different ways that they figured out the story problem. Story problems are good. For when you were talking about group. telling a story I think you were going to say I'll tell you a story about Frank and Mary. <laughs> now, now my, my story is done. done. Hey, I'll tell you another about his brother. <laughs> now my story's done. <laughs> my favorite bedtime story to tell you ever. I know. Please tell me a story, Mommy. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you a story about Frank. No, that one. I hate that one. <laughs> well, that's, I, it's handed down from, from my father. Did you hate it when your father did it? No, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. So, funny. <laughs> so um, how about missing add-ins? Because in my... I just did a missing add-in. There were six birds in the tree. And when I came back, there were only three. How many flew away? Well, yeah, that's a missing <laughs> add-in. But let me give you the specific question. That This is on my ESGI test for my students. Okay. And... Three quarters of my kids are easily getting it, but there's still that quarter of students mm -hmm. that are really having a hard time. Three and you hide three balls under your hand. Okay. Three balls rolled onto the playground. How many are hiding to make six? That is confusing language. Hold on. Well, I didn't. I'm confused by that. <laughs> Say it again. I can't remember the exact words. <laughs> Obviously, it's not that. <laughs> you Okay, well, I'll say you have three balls. You have three I balls. I have some balls under hiding. Oh, and now... How many balls do we have all together? I mean, how many balls are hiding if we have six we balls have six all together? Okay, well, here's one that will help them build that skill. Mm -hmm. You take a tower. This is the game they play during the explore part. So they take a stack of like six unifix cubes all stacked together because whatever number you want them to practice and then they one partner takes the stack and hides it behind their back and then they break it into two pieces and they show one half to their partner and they keep the other half behind their back and their partner has to guess how many are behind their back 
And after they guess the partner shows and they check to make sure there's still six and then they put the stack back together and they hand the stack to the partner. And then the partner does the same thing. They hide it behind their back and they break it in two and then they show one and they have to guess how many are behind. So during the debrief part, you'd all come together and whatever number you were using, you say, okay, we use six. Tell me all the different ways you and your partner broke that into two pieces to make six. Oh, well, we did three and three and we did two and four. Yeah, that's a great game. I like Zero that. and six. So that anything where you break any anything where they're practicing taking a number and breaking it into two different groups will strengthen their addition and their subtraction skills because that's what you do that's what addition and subtraction are both dealing with is taking a number and breaking it into groups so i really like the launch and explore debrief model because i think mathematics becomes really meaningful for kids when mm -hmm. they get to build it themselves it's a very constructivist way of teaching mathematics so how many times a week do you use this model because certainly you're going to have the more direct instruction and the mini lessons some of the days during the week I use Unless this, you're a pure constructivist. I, I use this the majority of the mm. time. Because the debrief is really powerful instruction. Mm -hmm. It really is. I don't think you need a lot of direct instruction if you do really solid debriefs. Because it means more to them after they've experienced the mathematics for themselves. If you come back afterwards and you talk about what they actually did. they Because you know how everything kids do has to be connected mm -hmm. to their prior experience for it to hook in their brain so that's all this is is you're giving them a prior experience and then after the experience you hook it into their brain so how about grouping when you are doing the explore because you know I have some really lower students and they're not going to really get the same out of an explore as students who are more ready. So how do you group your students? Well, it depends on what you're doing. You can partner them up at, with kids who are at the same level if you want them to work on the same thing. Or you can pair a higher kid with a lower kid, which I don't know if that always works. But something else you can do is you can have, if you have lower kids who really, really need some extra help, you can start all of your other kids on the Explore, pull those kids over to your your individual instruction table, give them their own separate lesson that's more mm -hmm. direct instruction with just you and the teacher, with them and the teacher, while the rest of the class is doing the explore. Because if the, it's not going to mean anything for them, mm -hmm. then they need their own. So more, they need more guided. Yeah, they need more guided. A guided explore. A more guided explore. So you pull that group back while everybody else is exploring at their level and mm -hmm. you work with them on their mathematics. So if you're lucky enough to have an, an aide or TA or a high school helper that lots of people have mm -hmm. or a parent volunteer that can drop in during this time, you can do um, more guided um, explore yeah. for the lower students. Or you can students. think of it just like the way we set up guided reading in our classrooms. Mm -hmm. We set it up so that everybody's having a literary experience and then the teacher's freed up to work with kids on their mm -hmm. individual level. Sure. It's the same kind of idea. Well, I think it sounds great. I'm excited to try the addition and subtraction you one next week. You can try it out week. see how it works. Yeah, I'll try it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank
thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone. And I, anybody who caught our silly live <laughs> video. I hope you enjoyed our little live. If you didn't, if you're just listening to the podcast, go to our uh, Facebook page and you want to look for to our, our great page? introduction to this podcast because it is a little wacky. <laughs> And if you want to write to us, you can write to us at kindergartenkiosk at gmail.com. I just forgot what it was. <laughs> and check out our um, blog on kindergartenkiosk.com. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Kindergarten Kiosk is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, a network of podcasts. For educators, by educators. For more information, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. That's E-D-U podcastnetwork.com. Now can I listen to it?